welcome to The Burn-Up, where I discuss all things Agile with colleagues, clients, and industry leaders. We will be giving you an honest take on tools and techniques, we'll share our experiences, debunk myths, and hopefully provide valuable inspiration. I'm Marcel Bridge, digital consultant, product owner, and business analyst. I've worked in digital before this even had a name, and since have been quite a bit around the blog. I've seen the good and the bad, and this is my way of giving back to the industry. So sit back, relax, and settle in for this week's episode. Welcome to The Burn-Up. This is another five-minute piece of conversation between Dr. Michael D. Frick, author of Chinese Industry 4.0, Designing High-Tech Solutions Under the Cybersecurity Regime of the People's Republic of China, and I as part of our series on the Chinese cybersecurity regime. This time we'll talk about China's attitude to intellectual property. Can you talk about IP protection? Because I, th I think there's, there's always been possibly true, but also possibly wrong stories about, you know, that the Chinese are very lax with, with recognizing IP of companies or people outside of China. I've grown up with people telling me who were working in Germany that they didn't like Chinese scientists working with them because kind of, I quote, they were stealing all the data all the time and spying on them. This may be true or not, I don't know, but can you just elaborate a little bit more on their attitude, intellectual property protection, what the goals are and what the attitude to it is? All the companies in, in China, or especially the high-tech companies, they see this as a, as a major issue. There are surveys that uh, confirm what you've just said. So IP protection is one of the major challenges when you operate in, in China. And China is still a developing country and they do not have the judicial structures that would actually allow good IP protection. So when you're inside China, I would say there's also a, yeah, more or less a level playing field regarding um, IP protection because that's also a concern many Chinese companies actually have. But for sure, there's espionage. And then when you look at the, at the regulations, they do not have anything in there that is really promising that uh, could um, protect your IP better. There are no penalties or anything uh, usually um, written into these regulations. But at least compared to earlier regulations, they at least mention it today. But you're absolutely right. Uh, IP protection, if you provide a product or have a business model that highly relies on IP protection, then that's probably not the right business model for China. You should emphasize continuous innovation more, or as I've said in the first podcast, you should differentiate your product or, or do something that you don't have to rely that much on IP protection. In the UK, we have a department for intellectual property where you, uh, you can register patents and intellectual property or brands and trademarks, etc. Does something similar exist in China? Yeah, they have the Copyright Administration, for example, which is a very important agency within the, um, that also contributes to the cybersecurity regime. Basically, in many fields, they have copied Western structures regarding the administration of their business environment. Even many regulations are, are quite similar, but how these regulations are put into practice is, of course, a whole different story. 
but uh, these organizations and government agencies are, are there for sure. And the Chinese, they apply for patents in quantities that are even not imaginable in the West. I just recently read how many blockchain-related patents were applied for in 2021. 84% of worldwide blockchain applications were Chinese. So that shows that they apply for a lot of patents. However, here you have to keep in mind that quantity doesn't always mean quality. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's interesting you mentioned blockchain there. I just saw an article where they said that there are roughly 500,000 different ERC, was it ERC20 tokens on the Ethereum blockchain out there. Now, again, as you say, quantity is not quality and a lot of the tokens will never see the actual light of day really. But it's interesting that there is this huge volume coming out of China, which, I mean, also says something about that specific technology. You know, what's also interesting is that on second place uh, on, on this list of blockchain applications were blockchain patents that have something to do with uh, system security. And that's something that is also very important in the multi-level protection system. So I'm sure that in, in a year or so, we're going to see new regulations regarding multi-level protection that also include uh, blockchain technology because it's so popular now in, in, in system security in, in China and everybody embraces it, the, the companies there and of course also the, the government agencies. This shows that regulations in China are really fast in adopting these uh, new technologies over there and in taking them into their regulatory texts or requiring them. I mean, they, they have these administrative capabilities that allow them to produce or revise uh, existing um, regulations. And then they include these new technologies within these regulations. For example, they might require them for, for access security or the same was the case with, for example, biometric access uh, identification processes, which can be found in these regulations. Yeah, well, this just shows that they are really fast in taking these technologies into account. And when you then look at Western regulations in that area, for example, in the EU, they are usually very old and do not get re renewed. And they, they seem a little bit antiquated compared to Chinese regulations. I mean, when you look at the regulations, you think that it's mostly aiming at foreign companies and that um, yeah, that it's very highly protectionist and so on. But in practice, these uh, rules also apply to Chinese companies. And when you look back over the past couple of years, such reviews have been mostly used on Chinese companies, such as, uh, for example, the, the Didi company. So, of course... IP protection is a big issue and they also address it in, in the regulations, but they do not more than really addressing it. They don't provide any specifics of uh, how you can ensure IP protection there. Of course, the regulations are also there for the uh, departments and they in these regulations, they, sh they say these departments shouldn't use the the IP or important um, company data that they yeah, come across during their reviews for any other purpose than protecting cybersecurity. But there's no path how you can ensure uh, that your IP is actually protected. There are no specifics, there are no penalties. They just say that they these departments shouldn't do that. And we'll leave it here.
If you haven't already listened to our episode about the Chinese cybersecurity regime, I hope that this snippet has gotten you interested in finding out more. Especially our episode, Season 3071, on critical infrastructure protection, is tightly related to this. Have a look at our other episodes in the podcast player of your choice or on our website, www.theburnup.com. Link is always in the show notes. That's it for today's episode. For further details, have a look at the show notes in your podcast player or on theburnup.com. Lean and Agile are interesting to you. You may also want to pop by my blog at thedigitalbusinessanalyst.com. I'm very interested in your feedback and ideas and happy to discuss interesting opportunities from consulting to coaching to getting involved in actual projects. For inquiries, please visit theburnup.com. This podcast is produced by Burnup Media Limited under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives 4.0 license which means you can share it as long as you give credit that you cannot change it or make money of it. Until next time, thanks again for listening and have a wonderful day. Mm -hmm.